0: Good evening, everybody. I am Mark. And I am Britain. And today we are going to talk about 12 Angry Men. You heard it. 12 Angry Men. Not the good one. Uh, um, this is the 1997 made for TV. I think it was a TV movie. Uh, even though there's a lot of cursing yeah, and everything, it's probably. Maybe
1: a, like a HBO yeah. or some kind of movie channel.
0: So this was basically <clears throat> a remake of the movie, which was basically a, a film version of the play, 12 Angry Men by Reginald Rose. And, oh, well, you know, let's get started, because uh, I have a lot to talk about for this. Yeah,
1: the the premise of the film is it's, you know, pretty much a, a one-room scene of, uh, lit- you know, literally 12 angry men. They're, uh, uh they're all jurors mm-hmm. in a murder trial against a, a boy who killed his father. Oh, well, allegedly killed his father. Yes. And uh, the... The... The the evidence before them, you know, pretty much is open and shut. Uh, that, uh, yeah, he's, uh, the kid is guilty of murder and is going to go to jail. Uh, or potentially even get the death
0: sentence. Yeah, I think they said that either he's going to spend life in prison or be executed by the state.
1: Yeah. So, it's, uh, they go to vote and... Uh, it's, uh, you know, 11 vote guilty and one person holds out at not guilty, and the movie is about uh, exploring the very, the different avenues of the testimonies, the evidence, and uh, how all the evidence was uh, not as open and shut as they had initi- initially thought.
0: Yeah, so one by one... The jurors find, you know, they all have their own reasons, really, for voting guilty on top yeah. of, yeah you know, just uh, how the, the case looks. It's like, on the surface, yeah, looks open and shut, like Britton said, but there's also, you know, deep prejudices in some of them, or some people don't, you know, the one guy has tickets to a baseball game, so he doesn't really care, he just wants to hurry up and move through, whatever takes the shortest amount of time. And, um, yeah, but one by one, they start to uh, examine the evidence and switch their votes from guilty to not guilty. And that's really it. It's a movie about jury duty. Yeah. And I remember, uh,
1: watching the original with, uh, with Mark and thinking, you know, it's not a bad movie. The acting, uh, was pretty good, uh, Mm -hmm. for, you know, for a movie from the fifties and, uh, you know, for a movie about jury duty, it... Uh, it, it was it wasn't bad you know and uh I think the only name in there was uh who was it uh, uh, Peter Fonda henry Fonda Henry Fonda Peter Fonda is his son right yeah and uh a- and it, it I, I I thought it was a pretty good movie the remake has uh, a lot more stars in it It has Jack lemon mm-hmm. uh, it has uh uh Tony Danza tony Danza it has Uh, What's his name? Uh, Patton. Oh, George C. Scott. George C. Scott. And, uh...
0: James Gandolfini.
1: James Gandolfini. Yeah. And, uh, who was the the guy we couldn't uh, determine the nationality?
0: Oh, uh, Edward James Olmos.
1: Yeah, Edward James Olmos. And, uh... But... the, The acting of this film... Like, the... Uh, the director
0: clearly did not rein them in <laughs> whatsoever. So I'm gonna do a little bit of, um, I, I guess, just as kind of a, uh, a clear the air kind of thing, um, and say that uh, yeah, Twelve Angry Men, the original movie, in 1957 with Henry Fonda, and it actually did have you know a lot of I guess good actors, but um, most of them were like if you're not a fan of 50s movies you're probably not going to recognize hardly any of them. Yeah. Um, But uh, they do pop up in different features. Uh, But anyway, the 1957 movie is my all-time favorite movie. Like, I love this movie. And from beginning to end, I've seen this movie probably at least 20 or 30 times. Um, It's just a fantastic movie for me. And I was interested in the remake because well <laughs> how could I not be like it's like yeah. what it's like taking something you love like let's say that let's say that we'll take a favorite movie that some people have um let's just say back to the future all right and imagine if somebody else did a made for tv version <laughs> of back to the future you know all right and it's almost like wow this is interesting i get to see what other people interpret some of these characters and choices yeah. as
1: I uh, though I do think a made for TV Back to the Future made today would be horrendous. Oh no, it'd be awful. It would be, uh, it, it would actually be worse than the made for TV film we just saw. Yeah,
0: and that's kind of the the um, one of the thing I'm kind of getting yeah. around to is that this movie, you know, w- was not as good, obviously, as the 1957 counterpart to the point where, well, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, uh, all the little, uh, all the little. Uh, nitpicks that they're gonna go but uh, I just wanted to get the full disclosure that not only is this my favorite based off my favorite movie of all time or remake rather um, I'm actually in the middle of reading the play right now Oh no! I I got it from my library and uh, it was the original play that the the movie was based off of Um, so it is kind of interesting that they do stick a little bit more to the play than the 1957 movie did.
1: Tell uh, yeah, like some of the vernacular was clearly not the same date. Oh yeah, of, there's uh, that. Uh, that the, uh, it, of the times. What was it,
0: 1997 you said? Yeah, this was 1997, 40 years after the other one. Yeah. So, the movie, um, the original movie, you know, it followed the play pretty closely, but uh, there were some things that they kind of left out. Or some things that they uh, kind of tweaked enough, you know, for pacing yeah. and, and things of that nature, and I've noticed that in this version, they, like, th- there's a lot more cursing in the play. Um, oh, is there? Yeah, so, like, every time they curse, for the most part, it's, it lines up with how the play is. Like, so far, huh. almost it almost sticks exactly to the play, and I haven't finished the play yet, I'm still in Act 2, um, but... Uh, there's only two X, so there's not much left. <laughs> um, but in the, ni- the the 1957 movie, doesn't stick to the play as much as the 1997 movie does, and yet the 1997 movie is the inferior version.
1: Well, uh, hmm. Well, well, well I, I don't think it's the dialogue that was the no. issue uh, for the 1997
0: one. Not at all. Um, it's uh, like I can honestly say that if you're gonna watch a version of 12 angry men yeah you might as well just watch the, the classic it's because it's a good movie this almost feels more like it was oddly enough a stage production it almost felt yeah. like the like the people were almost phoning it in like yeah
1: every time they spoke they stood up oh my gosh every yeah. single every time single it was time. distracting
0: um like Every actor, it was like you were saying before, was kind of hammy. They weren't uh, reining it, it in.
1: It was not
0: just hammy. It was an entire. It, it was an entire pig farm. And, and um, except for for some reason, Jack Lemon, who's supposed to be juror number eight, you know the the the, the almost stal- stalwart like uh, voice of of of, yeah, lo- of the, reason, the person with the most, conv- you know, almost the most conviction. Like he's you know he's he supposed to he's not going to be over the top but he does have a little bit of fire like you know he's he's not he's just a regular guy who's trying to sort something out yeah and you know he believes like listen i'm not saying that you know that this boy's you know not guilty i'm just saying i kind of want to talk about it more i want to discuss this it doesn't seem to be as cut and dry as we all think it is yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, jack lemon just kind of played it yeah. as like he was just a tired old man who was ready to go to bed.
1: Yeah, well, and uh, I'm sure that's you know not not too far from the truth. Yeah. Um, and, go ahead. But uh, and but uh, George C. Scott. Okay.
0: Uh, we we have to talk about uh George C. Scott. I'm gonna try not to do a lot of comparisons between the movies that I like and this movie, but which, there's also which no promises. Juror, which
1: juror was that? He's juror number three. Okay. And, uh, like, uh, it just... <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I, I do like George C. Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, like, there there are a lot of good things yeah, he was in there. Like, uh, um... Uh, Dr. Strangelove. Of course. I think he was one of the best parts of that movie. And, and just... Yeah, he... W- first off, he is ancient in this movie. <laughs> like, this is probably one of the last things he did before, uh giving up the ghost <laughs> and uh he uh i remember there was one scene where uh he, he's badgering the old man and uh james Gandolfini is like who are you to talk to an old man like that and i'm like yeah, this is I, I think george c scott might be older
0: yeah like he's also an old man james you yeah. do
1: realize that and uh you know and granted in the 1957 version and probably the play itself Like he's probably a guy in his late forties or early fifties. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But you know, George George C. Scott looked like he was he. Well, he, I think we said he looked like a Jack O' Lantern. Yeah, every breath looked like his last. Yeah, like it it was. It looked like uh, like he was just still there out of stubbornness.
0: Which, I guess, helps his character. And the sad thing is, um, in the the original it was played by Lee Cobb, and I always uh, thought that he, Lee Cobb looked a little bit like yeah. George C. Scott, like a young George C. Scott.
1: It, when, when I when I heard he was juror number three, I'm like, that. that's absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He, he, George C. Scott has that, you know, even though he's at least 150 years old of in course, this movie, yeah. uh, he still has that same piss and vinegar that he had in all of his other films.
0: Though he was very, he was a little more uneven in this film. Again, probably due to his age, but like, there's an end, at the end he's given an impassioned plea, I'll say. And he goes from... Being like very quiet and soft-spoken that is shouting and not just yeah. shouting like he shouts the weirdest things like and then he went through the movies yeah it, it, it was like almost bipolar <laughs> like I was getting scared I was like oh is this man okay oh uh,
1: like and he and it wasn't it wasn't yelling it was pure it was straight up sh- shrieking yeah <laughs> it, it, he was like uh, it was like Cobra commander <laughs>
0: He will go to the movies and find
1: the Joes!
0: <laughs> so George C. Scott was, yeah. you know, it was a it was a perfect role for him to play. Maybe yeah. you know when he was still alive. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> it, it, like I, I think you know in the fifties, uh, George C. Scott as juror number three would have been perfect. Though yeah, I think uh, I, I think that would have been a role. Uh, probably beneath him for the
0: time. Probably. I don't know when he really started uh, becoming like the big actor uh, that he was. Uh, 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 around that time, I think 50s, 60s, something, something like that. So there was also um, oddly enough the uh, the best actor in the movie, at least, at least the way I feel, was James Gandolfini um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well wrong, we had our jokes for everybody in yeah. this movie, including James Gandolfini but uh I think the reason why I th- why I consider him the best part of the movie is because he wasn't really giving an over the top hammy performance. He was just giving it like he was uh Tony Soprano. And that's fine. Yeah, that yeah. worked. Yep.
1: He was good and uh uh, who, who was the Middle Eastern man? Again? Oh, James, we uh, James Olmos. Yeah, he, he was good. He was kind of a, uh, a, a kind of a reserved, you know, quiet man. Like he was, uh, one of those, uh, you know, one of those people who, uh, are holding back a lot of emotion, but are, are kind of, uh, fighting it to keep it in.
0: All right. And let's talk about him. Let's talk about juror number 10.
1: I don't even know <laughs> the actor's
0: <laughs> name. I forget like you said he played Bubba. Hey, he played Bubba from uh, from Forrest Gump. Yeah. And oh man, <sighs> I hope he's not listening. I uh, you know what? I
1: kind of hope he is. Uh, uh, man, he uh, he uh, I I don't know where to start with him. Like he he was like he he started off as, as just kind of a, a loud boisterous man. Mhm. And like uh <laughs> And it just, you know, eventually, it just, it, it, it degraded to insanity. Like,
0: he, without a shadow of a doubt, stole the show. Oh, yeah, whether he wanted to or not. Like, it wasn't one of those good. All right, here's how he was. Do you remember in The Producers? Yeah. Uh, do you remember Lucius St. Dubois? Uh, I don't. Okay, so, like in the producers, they put on this play and they're like, everyone's gonna hate it, you know, that's the point of it, and everyone's gonna leave. But Lucius uh, Saint Dubois played the character so batshit insane that people were fascinated by it, (laughs) and the show ended up becoming a hit that is kind of how i feel yeah about um bubba in this movie because
1: yeah, he there's like a, a scene where he's just walking around the the room yelling at people slamming doors and then uh you know another scene uh where he's yelling at a man and starts making goofy noises and it uh, just Burns not exaggerating those no, are that, actually the
0: noises he makes and,
1: and and we don't. We're trying to. We're trying to figure out what to make of it. <laughs> like, like, how, like, are are we supposed to think that he's, uh, you know, just so passionate and angry that, uh, you know, he he he's go- that he's going insane, or they they uh crazy got uh, selected for jury duty.
0: Like I, I really believe that this was the first first time I think in a long time that mid movie. Britton was like, could you please rewind that? I have to make sure of what I saw.
1: Yeah, I, I had to make sure what I saw was was
0: was what really happened. Like there, there, it was just like you know. And part of me was kind of like, you know, yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad you brought this up because I am so baffled yeah. by the craziness at this like
1: well the thing the thing was is that I didn't even get to ask like we were we were kind of so we were howling with laughter <laughs> and I just said could you, you c- could you and you you brought the controller
0: and you're like yes I will <laughs> like oh my gosh like it, it almost like I, I almost want to recommend the movie I'm not going to but I almost recommend <laughs> just to the, see this performance because it starts off like a uh, it starts off like a train on an unsteady track and by the end there's 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 a lot of people dead. It's <laughs> a complete derailment.
1: Like uh we, you know we th- this was the uh, train that discovered Bruce Willis's character. <laughs> <laughs> how how bad of a train wreck it was. Oh boy. In uh in unbreakable.
0: Yeah, yeah so um so this this guy pretty much just summed up everything Th- ...about this movie that was just hilarious, which was... ...everybody was kind of at a 10, you know? Yeah. Everybody was trying to out-act everybody else... ...except for the people who maybe should've... ...like, J- Jack Lemon uh, didn't do... ...really anything. Yeah. Um, but, like, everybody else... ...boy oh boy, did they bring... ...did they bring their... ...I can't even say A-game, because, you know... <laughs> ...like, they brought something... And it, like it was like this guy saw sore. saw George C. Scott, you know, and was like, "I think I can out-act yeah. this
1: guy," or like, uh, "Oh, George C. Scott's like this is George C. Scott. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you know, turn, you know, turn it up." Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, it it didn't help that he he was almost dressed like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> uh, he had he had a he had a you know a a a double-breasted, uh, you know, uh, bright or gray suit with a bow tie, mm-hmm. and it just—it the the, ma- the man just played it like a joke.
0: Like I I can't believe, like I want to believe in in the back of my heart that he was just trying to have as much fun as he possibly could, like seeing I, how much he could get away with. Uh, he got away with a lot. Yeah, because the director was like. Oh, he's giving us gold, and we're like, is he, though, you know?
1: I I, I kind of want to see the takes that didn't make the movie.
0: The, the ones that were yeah. that were too over-the-top? Yeah. Where he takes out, uh... Where he, where he just whips out and starts peeing on the desk. Like, I... I like, I, oh, stop it, drawer number 10, please! Like, I,
1: I imagine, like, he, he, like, bends himself over the, uh... Over the table and starts spanking himself.
0: <laughs> I imagine he pulls out a slinky and just starts playing with it on yeah. the table. <laughs> like this kid is guilty. He's one hundred percent guilty. Tink tink tink
1: tink. Yeah. Or or he's uh like uh you know gets on all fours and starts kicking and banging
0: like a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> the, now they see you the, like
1: wee haw wee haw. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I can see. I can see that. I can 100% see that, and everyone I met, like now, I imagine George C. Scott is looking. It's like I'm not gonna let
1: this kid outact me. And meanwhile, the uh, you know, the foreman's terrified and you know, ringing the be- the buzzer to get the uh, the guard to come in because he's scared.
0: And the and the guard, you know, he doesn't know what he doesn't see what's going on here because you know he only knows what he can has to do in the script. He's like, it's not part, it's not time for me to come in yet. <laughs> so he just stays out there, yeah. And uh, George C. Scott, he starts like he gets on the ground, starts doing the curly, like whoop 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 whoop, just running around in a circle on the ground. It's like ah ah challenges it. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can top the donkey. Oh, sorry, that's all right. Like I imagine that. uh... Like I imagine that. I don't, actually don't know what George C. Scott can do to top the donkey. Maybe. Maybe... Just poop his pants. Well, I was uh, thinking... Other than that? Yeah, yeah. We don't, like, he might have done that anyway. Yeah, yeah he might have been... Like, he was... Uh, I, uh, I imagine he, like, sits down and he just puts his both his legs behind his head and walks on his fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going
1: on in like, here? for a man his age, that is pretty... That's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, like, that's a showstopper right there. That is one that looks up and like... All right, what are we gonna do? And then he looks up, not guilty, and he <laughs> continues on walking.
1: I, I so that or like he, I, I want him to have like a violent conniption, <laughs> like 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 he starts eating the desk and throwing papers, and uh, you know he puts his head through a window, <laughs> and uh, you know you, you, you know starts
0: punching a yeah you know, the coat rack. I imagine now that like. Again, everybody else is trying to stick to the script. Yeah. Like they don't have they don't they don't want to go over the over the top like George G. Scott is. Yeah. So, like they're just sticking to the same lines like, "Fellows, can we please stop with the with the fighting here as he's eating the desk yeah.
1: and punching things?
0: <laughs> like, please fellows, stop with the side arguments. It's only going to distract us." And Bubba's around there with spaghetti sticking out of his nose, and he's just pulling from one end to the other. <laughs>
1: and it's just a—it's just a competition between these two <laughs> uh, that gets more and more out of control the uh, the longer they do it.
0: Like now, I imagine that in the middle of this jury uh, deliberation that they're doing, um, they decide, like, you know what? Race around the world. <laughs>
1: And they get in hot air balloons. Yeah, exactly.
0: They just jump, they get into the hot air balloons that are both, for some reason, like, at the top of the building. Yeah. You'll never make it! I'll beat you around the world, old man! <laughs> hey, what do you guys want to toy? James Gandolfini comes in with another hot air balloon. Why don't you leave the old man alone, huh? Why don't you leave him alone for once? Uh,
1: and it's almost offensively Italian themed.
0: <laughs> like his is just the flag of Italy, or
1: oh, it just just something like uh, something really Italian, something, or maybe maybe like mafia related. I was
0: gonna say he's it's just the flag of Jersey, like in The Sopranos, <laughs> while um, while the theme's playing the entire time, and yeah, that's his hot air balloon. Now George C. Scott's hot air balloon, I imagine, is of course the American flag, oh, of course, yeah. Um, and now. What is, what is Bubba's? Is it a big shrimp?
1: I, I don't want to say what Bubba's would be, because he was not a nice man in that movie. That's
0: true, we don't, we don't want to talk about what kind of flags he'd be uh, flying.
1: Yeah, he would not have nice flags, I so, don't think. So,
0: I think that um, he would just keep his very, like said, generic. A shrimp is fine. Yeah. That can, that can that's work. fine. And, uh, so yeah, now they're in the middle of this hot... Now, do all the other jurors follow them in the hot air balloon race, or uh, is it just these two?
1: I like to think they all have different modes of, uh, transportation. Okay, so, uh... Well, I... The, uh, the, uh... The German guy has the Hindenburg. I was gonna say, he's got a Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh... Uh, Edward James almost I don't know what he would... i Because thinking... we could not determine his nationality they said he was middle Eastern or Europe
0: <laughs> or European, European. One of those two. and they
1: narrowed it down to at least a continent maybe
0: but, but i I want to think that uh that he's writing in the um The time machine from the time machine. Yeah. Like it's kind of it's got the you know it's like the vehicle looking thing, but it's got like the big loops and everything on it. it, Yeah. And
1: I I want uh, the old the old man uh, who the old man who uh, pointed out the uh, the glasses. Yeah, juror number nine. Juror number nine. I want him to his to be a bicycle with propellers on it that he that
0: he pedals. (laughs) Like one of those old timey designs that just didn't make it. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like one of those old, old failure uh,
0: planes. I want, um... Uh, now, I want Jack Lemmon to just be driving in a, a, a station wagon. Just because it's... Like those... a flying one? No, he's just driving because it's very boring. <laughs> just, v- like, he's not going to win, but, uh, yeah. Actually, he still makes it across the Atlantic because he's got the conviction to make yeah. it
1: across the Atlantic. Like, he, he's underwater, like... He's underwater and fish are just
0: going by him, mm-hmm. uh, but, he but he's fine, he didn't yeah. even notice. He just, you know, he's just kind of, he's got, I imagine he has driving gloves as he's, <laughs> as he's doing it.
1: And, uh, you know, you know, really big, big uh, sunglasses, like the big old people's sunglasses that oh, they wear yeah. over their eyeglasses. Mm-hmm.
0: Now imagine Tony Danza, he was like a sports fan, but yeah. I'm, I want to say pogo stick. I want to say that's his his mode of transportation. Uh, let's see, Tony Danza.
1: No, it's a taxicab.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that works too. Yep. I'm going to say a flying taxicab. Yeah. This way, this way, it, he can it, you know make it across the Atlantic without yeah, the it's same. The ta- wasn't there a movie about a, a weird taxicab? Oh cab? yeah, taxi with uh, I think um, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, and Queen Latifah. And Queen Latifah. Oh God. Well, I kn- I think we know. One of the movies we're going to have to watch for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we are. So that's the, that's his, he's got the magic taxi cab. Yeah. All right. And everyone else is boring. I really don't care to see, um, uh, wait, wait, did we say what the German was driving? Uh, a Zeppelin. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Everyone else dies in a fire. Yeah. Everyone else just sits sits around waiting for them to get back. Like, (sighs) so, um,. About the uh, the kid across the street who saw everything, like that's kind of weird, right? No, uh, let's wait for them to get. Okay, around. you know that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> Is the clock going Yep. as. Meanwhile, somewhere over the Atlantic, it is just the craziest race going on. Like,
1: uh, I, w- like, uh, somewhere along the lines, uh, uh, George C. Scott gets, like, a top hat and Victorian-era, like, uh, clothing and is just shouting, uh, like, y- shouting, like, English insults, uh, yeah. to, uh... Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, to, uh, uh, who was, uh, Bubba. Who's the other? Yeah,
0: I guess Bubba. I imagine that Bubba is throwing, uh, trying to throw darts at, at the other guy's hot air balloon. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> 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 <gasps> He's got shurikens for some reason. Oh man! And now, I guess here's the big question: Who wins the race around the world? Ah, uh, let's see. It is. Give me a moment. I I think I have my uh, answer, so... I
1: I imagine it was... I I think I know... uh, It was a turtle. (laughs) Uh, A turtle that was... uh, That had... That they... That was in the race and they didn't know.
0: (laughs) See, you guys, you spent too much time fighting, a fucking turtle beat you. That's my my James Gandolfini. (laughs) (laughs) We all lost the race to a fucking turtle. Because we couldn't work together, I vote not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. <laughs> I was gonna say Jack Lemon wins. Yeah. It's because it's the most boring <laughs> yeah. response to it. He's just steadily going on. dee do do And he. Now that we're all done, gentlemen, can we get back to this? Like I, I
1: imagine every time we cut to Jack Lemon, it's like a different impossible scene behind him. Like he's just clearly gl- you know green screened or blue screened, yeah. and like uh a-
0: like, it's a Civil War battle in one scene. Well, it, it, yeah, it's got it's got a build. First, he's underwater, and then it's in a desert. Yeah, then it's in the snow, then it's in space. Yeah, and then we can do Civil War. scene. Yeah, and then it's the the scene where Mama Fratelli's trying to put Chunk's hand in the blender in the background. <laughs> <laughs> then that,
1: that, that, that it's that endoscopy footage.
0: <laughs> and then it's the scene of him Driving through another scene, <laughs> like he's in the background of his own scene. Yeah, yeah, and then he wins the race. That yeah. works, gentlemen. We are done now, are we? Aren't we? Not guilty. Not guilty. Yeah, not fucking guilty. That's good. Yep, it's a good. That's a good James Gandolfini. How, I can do. How
1: how how else would they? Uh, like I, I do like this. Like this is a like. A, uh, okay, what if they, uh, had a different way to solve the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the jury? The jury. And, uh, like, maybe, an, like, they have two knives. Hmm. Like, maybe, uh, George C. Scott and, uh, Jack Lemon, they tie their hands <laughs> together and they have a knife fight. Like, and beat it. Yeah.
0: Like, it actually would be an interesting. I think, I think Jack Lemon wouldn't win. Like. No. Because they're both old, and they're both on their last legs. Yeah. But, um, George C. Scott can still summon the fire when he needs to. Yeah. So, that would be, you know, I- I'm actually thinking a bowling tournament. Hmm. Ten frames, um, one winner.
1: Oh, that, that would just... that would kill half the cast. I know, but... You know, it's, it's a... Because that was the thing about the movie, is... There were so many old people in that in that, in that jury. I actually looked at the
0: trivia for the movie, and um, it said that uh, the average age of the people in the 1957 movie was like 46 or something like that. All I right. forget what the exact number was, but the average age of people in this movie was like 57. Holy shit! It was like there was like a 10. Everybody on average was 10 years older. Um, I think there's only like one or two people who were younger than their counterparts. But good. yeah, everyone was old. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of Shuffleboard, maybe. Yeah. Shuffleboard. Uh, checkers. Checkers is good. You know what? I, I wanna f- you know I want them to actually have like some sort of contact. Like uh, I'm thinking High Lie. Uh Kosho. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A medieval Joust. Uh, you know, I can get behind a joust. Like, you put them on their horses, and you you strap it all on, and you see what happens.
1: And, you know, the bailiff is in a frilly dress, and he (laughs) drops the hanky,
0: and they, uh, you know, they all start charging each other. Um, I think it loses when, uh, it it ends when, you know, Jack Lemon can't hold the joust up, and it, you know, he drops and it digs into the ground, he just flips (laughs) off his own horse. (laughs) Is that it? Do I win? That's much worse, she Scott. it's good enough. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so you jousted to determine innocence or guilt.
1: Okay, it's an old bylaw from before, uh, before the, you know, we became the United States. And
0: it still holds up. Huh? Okay. Well. Like. I'm also now, now I, I kind of want to see them, I know we did the racing angle, but I kind of want to see, like, a Grease type of ending of race, yeah. like, where they're racing, like, you know, in a chicky run or something like that, you know, <laughs> towards Dead Man's <laughs> Curve. Or,
1: or a, a, uh, a, 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 a pistol duel
0: at dawn. <laughs> or, um, a, uh, a math equation off. Where they both, you know, they They're both,
1: they're both at a chalkboard? Yeah,
0: exactly. And they both have to solve, like, the, the unified. Uh... Yeah, quantum gravity? Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Uh, uh, George C. Scott is shouting at the, the, the board. Ah,
1: string theory's not working!
0: <laughs> I've gone too far! I've gone too far! <laughs> ah,
1: pilot wave, my ass. <laughs>
0: Now, I actually solved it in a uh, very approachable way. What I did was I... Oh, nobody cares! Oh, they're all the same! All those particles! Now, let's... uh Yeah. You know, like I, we we got so far off topic, well, yeah. as, as we we're wont to do, but it really is you know, kind of funny, because everyone, like I said before, everyone in this movie was taking... Like everything that happened in the original or happened in a play, and yeah. bringing it almost like to a, an absurd degree. Like I said, that the All movie right. would have been over a lot sooner if they weren't dragging every line out. Yeah. Like I remember there was um, Juror Number Two, who in the original was played by John Fiedler, who was the voice of Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Um, and this, like, he would. To tell a story and it would be over in like a minute. But in this version, the guy who played it was just dragging it out. Like, now, uh, that's not something. Uh, now, now, the thing is, about that is, like, I don't know if I, if I, and that's just me talking, if I fully, if, if me, me speaking yeah. here, if I fully agree with uh, the, the, with what, you know, the, yeah. the, the evident. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, just, just, just hurry up and say Today, Junior. And I started thinking, I remember we were talking about this as we were getting set up. Like, yeah, how other movie lines would go if this director was directing, you know, the movie, like yeah. uh, famous movie lines, like um, the one I was doing as we we're setting up was um, the, the "I killed Mufasa" line, yeah, from the Lion King. Oh, spoiler, uh, <laughs> like. Now, now it's it, it's it's time for me for yeah. for me for me uh-huh. uh, speaking here to mm-hmm. to to reveal a secret that I've yes. actually been keeping okay. uh, buried inside me, um, and that is as follows, which is that yes. I was actually <clears throat> the one who uh, yes, C- um, uh, continue killed uh, uh, Fasa. Say that again. Uh, see, uh, I was <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> now here, so. Huh, sorry. Oh, okay. uh, good. <clears throat> so we established that the uh, you know, that, that the actors are a little bit hammy, just a little bit, and yeah. uh, that that they were uh, yeah over the top. But here here's a question: Who would we put in there if we were to give it the hammiest production?
0: So we want to make the hammiest possible Twelve Angry Men. Yes. Okay. Now, here's, I guess, a... I know you said hammy, but this is actually an important distinction for me. Yeah. Is it a farce? Uh,
1: we're making it into a farce. Okay,
0: so we can make it into a farcical uh, type movie with our hammy yeah. actors. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Do you have any uh, do you have any ideas off the top of your head? I got uh, one. I, I have
1: one, uh, and I, I don't know where to put him. Yeah,
0: neither do I. I don't know who to put mine. Actually, I know exactly <laughs> where I want to put mine, so... Go ahead, you first.
1: Uh, oh, I know where to put mine now. I want Edwin to be the foreman. Okay.
0: Gentlemen, gentlemen, please let's get started here. We're not getting anywhere with these side arguments. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. All right, let's take a vote. Everyone voting not guilty. <laughs> Raise your <laughs> hand. Now, I... Yeah, would have Scooby Doo in there, uh, and he, uh, he would be juror number ten. He would be the bigot, the, the, the bigot. <laughs> yeah, we're all the same.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. I want uh, the guy with the glasses. Uh, uh, the, th- German. the German guy. I want him to be played by Arnold.
0: <laughs> uh, if you're going, if you're going German, well, I guess Austrian in this case. If you're going that route, you might as well go big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, as Austrian or German as possible. Yeah, I, I- actually, um... I want him to be... I want it to be Arnold, I can agree with that, but can I make a stipulation that it's Mr. Freeze Arnold? Uh...
1: I- I'm gonna have to deny that. You don't want Mr. Freeze Arnold? Oh, no. Because it, you know, it's Arnold, but he's still playing that character.
0: Okay. So you just want Arnold to be in that character? Yeah, just hamming it up. Okay. Um I guess I I I guess I can appreciate that. Um Let's see. Now, uh it's hard to pick some of the uh you know, some of the straight men kind of thing. So it's a yeah. lot easier to just pick, you know, like who are we going to replace with a George C Scott? Like who's going to out George C Scott? Like I mean, a George C Scott.
1: A, that is a tough
0: one. Like, you know, maybe the, um, the bear from Grizzly Rage. Uh, that might be a good <laughs> one uh, to stick in there. Just, just a bear. Yeah. And uh, eating marshmallows. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> that's a excellent point. <laughs>
1: uh, let's see. Oh, mm-hmm. just. That's, that's tough. Like, who to get uh, to play George? Maybe Jack Black.
0: Hmm. No, I like Jack Black as the James Gandolfini
1: role, where where he's just a generic foreign man that they uh. Th-
0: no, 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 James the he's oh just, James Gandolfini. Yeah, he's just he's just a regular worker. Yeah. Um. Who's he's a working Joe, but if it's Jack Black, now it's like over the top. Working. Yeah. So I was I uh, painting this apartment bippity boppity boo,
1: I he 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 he's wearing a a miner's helmet. <laughs> he, he's that over
0: the top. He is just covered in soot. Yeah, like his clothes are completely covered. Like,
1: like, like he got the jury summons and immediately came from the the the, uh, the mine.
0: You know, I, I I'm gonna take you know, maybe take it a step further All that right. you know he didn't come from a mine. He's covered in the pink slime <laughs> from uh, Ghostbusters Two. Oh why? I don't know. It's <laughs> funnier. <laughs> Like this is the kind of things that he's uh, that he's involved with. Oh, all right. Like, uh, mine is funny, but you know, pink slime is funnier. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like he was in the New York City sewer. Like I wouldn't. You wouldn't believe what they got under there these days. <laughs> zippity bopity boo.
1: And uh, so let's see. You have who would Tony Dan? Uh, Tony Dan. Tony Dan's
0: like sports-loving character. Be yeah. Hmm. Now that is a that. <laughs> All of these are good questions that you're bringing yeah, up. Yeah, because, uh, y- hmm. Because, like, who could we say, you know, would, would perfectly maximize, you know, that, that kind of annoying, you know, sport kind of, cr- you know, wise-ass yeah. ass kind of thing? I, I think I know. All right. Charlie Day. I was actually thinking of someone from the Sunny cast because they seem to, you know... Yeah. ...have that kind of, that kind of, uh, presence to them. Um... No, I'll allow it. I'm sure there's probably someone better, but I can't think of- of anyone right now, so, uh... You know what, I want- actually, I'm thinking of, uh, an over-the-top Texan with a cowboy hat. (laughs) And I don't want just a cowboy hat. Yeah. Like, I want the biggest cowboy hat- you can, like, Scary Movie 3 cowboy hat kind of thing, where you can't even get into a car with this cowboy hat on.
1: And he's the uh, kind of the ignorant sports fan that's yeah like he doesn't care so long as he gets out of there
0: exactly yee I've got a game going on. like in the game, sport he's going to is not baseball it's um it's uh, oil. It's, it's, it, it's
1: a ro- rodeo or, yo, mo- have, or a monster truck no rally. the, the
0: rodeo is good already good I was gonna say it was um, it was an oil rig digging but uh, competitive <laughs> oil competitive rig, competitive rig digging. Oil yeah. rig. <laughs> uh, but I do like a rodeo I think that's actually less absurd all right, and now who do we have for the kindly, you know, juror number eight? Yeah, the the old guy? No, no, the the uh, the one who was Henry Fonda in the uh, the original uh, Jack Lemon, huh. who was like you know almost an embodiment of good, kind of thing. Like, yeah, your your obvious choices are like Santa Claus or the, the Easter Bunny right. or something like that. Hmm. Ah, uh, that's a tough one. All right. I think. I while we're thinking of that, I think I have, <laughs> I think I have a weird pick for the uh, either for the the nerdy banker or yeah. for the uh, the foreign guy. So. Uh, What's uh, doing over there.
1: I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think my wire uh. slipped out. That's why it was just or wasn't plugged in all the way.
0: All right. I'm back. So nerdy guy or uh, the 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 foreign guy or the little wiener guy. The nerdy yeah. guy. Uh, one of them should be played by Larry Fine, from the Three uh, Stooges. All right. Uh, well, I I want the foreign guy to be played by Borat. Okay. <laughs> all right. I can get behind Borat. So yeah. So the the nerdy guy yeah. is now, um, uh, Larry Fine. All right. Uh, come on, guys. And he's got a little violin. He's playing. Yeah. <laughs> and that that leaves the the poor guy. The poor guy. Um, who I want there to be just, uh, just a guy sitting in a barrel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't think of anyone better. Yeah. And, now we have the last two, the, um, the old man... And Juror8. And Juror8. Um, and juror eight's gonna probably be a tougher one. The old man's easy, Methuselah. You know, Methuselah. <laughs> from Methuselah. the Bible, he's like 400 years old.
1: Oh, literally, Methuselah. Yeah, literally, Methuselah. I-I-I don't know where Methuselah is. Uh, uh, we can uh, get him in the movie.
0: I mean, this is a fantasy idea we have uh, anyway, uh, so. Okay.
1: Uh and uh, I was going to say a literal mummy.
0: <laughs> okay, I like that better cuz he's even older.
1: Yeah. And uh <laughs> and yeah. uh for uh for juror number 8. Yeah, the, I, the... that's going to be tough. God. Yeah, I'm thinking Hugo Weaving.
0: I have a few ideas. I mean, I like Hugo Weaving as an actor, but I'm also of the imp- of the importance that I want it to be somebody almost woefully miscast.
1: Yeah, I- I'm trying to go. Uh, my my the the way I'm going is uh like uh like they're almost always typecast as conspicuous.
0: Yeah, someone who's always like kind of bad. Um, so yeah. Well, like, I was actually thinking the same thing. Like you know, casting like uh. You know, like, um, like a snidely whiplash kind of guy, you yeah. know, as juror number eight. Just because he looks like this, you know, doesn't mean he's always bad. Maybe Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> or no, if we're going this route, it, we'll, we'll do the, the Cobra Commander. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, it, that that works.
0: All that matters is that you have reasonable doubt. Tell me you don't have a doubt in your mind that this boy's not guilty.
1: And he would have a reason to, uh... Uh, to back a murder.
0: <laughs> so in this version, the boy clearly did it. Yeah.
1: Okay. And, and what he's really trying to do is set precedence.
0: <laughs> he knows that his trial is going to come someday. Yeah, it's coming. But, uh, okay. That's fine. That's great. Yeah. So and, uh, I, and I like that, even though he's Cobra
1: Commander, uh, he still uh, like he doesn't break the law when when uh coming to jury duty.
0: No, no, of course not. Like he is uh you know, he believes in the system. <laughs> he uh, believes in due process. Yeah. Oh, well, he 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 has to. Yeah, cuz he knows his time's <laughs> coming. Yeah. So on that note, I uh, know we have it all situated. I think that uh, this is a good place to uh, to end it. Yeah. Um so 12 Angry Men the remake. I'm I'll go ahead.
1: Well, a bit silly. I yeah. uh, thought it was a uh you know, some of the the acting was over the top but uh, eh, if, uh if you're a fan of the original uh, check it out it's not gonna you're at least not gonna waste your
0: time so I think if you're gonna watch this just don't uh, stick to the original the original is a a very is a fantastic movie but if you want a movie to riff the original is <sighs> still a good movie to riff like it is still cheesy enough that you can riff yeah but like, this, you couldn't do wrong if you wanted to riff something like this. Nope. So, uh, I think that'll be it. Alright. Take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo. That'll hold a lot of SOPs.